Hello and welcome to Lunch with Lee. I'm your host Shane Lee. Today on the show, Glenn Schofield, a former jockey, born in England, raised in South Africa. He's raced all over the world and now lives in Australia. Uh, he's ridden more than 1,500 winners with his ultimate success coming to Group 1 in Hong Kong on Natural Blitz. Post-racing, he set up a sports content website called BTFU, focusing on racing and betting tips. Welcome, Glenn. Hey, Shane. Welcome. Now, I've got a father-son combination here today, so very excited. On the show also, Chad Schofield, a current jockey regarded as one of the most talented riders in the country. He's the only apprentice to win both the New South Wales and Victorian Premiership, including a Cox Plate as an apprentice. Away from racetrack, he's run two half marathons and reckons he's his dad's favourite child. Love Chad. <laughs> Is that true? Who wrote that? <laughs> Me. I'm you are. But I'm real, I am really excited because um, having a, a father-son... Part of that's true. Yeah, you're, you're his dad. He's run, <laughs> he's, he's run two marathons. I knew that was yeah. coming. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm really excited because um, uh, I've got three three children and obviously I've played sport professionally and I, and I would love one of my children to go into sport. If they don't, um, so be it. But um, I, I want to ask you first, Glenn, like... Um, how much advice have you given Chad over the years, and, and does he actually take it? <laughs> well, you know, as a parent, you can give as much advice as you yeah, want, and, yep. and they they, don't, they only take what's relevant to them. But yeah, look, he's he's uh, I suppose up until he started riding, he didn't take much advice at all. Yep. Uh, you know, they they get to that sure. period in their life they don't listen to anything anybody says. But um, he's a good kid. He listens to a lot. He's he's uh, and he's got his own brain. He absorbs a lot of information from a lot of people. And, and Chad, I said at the start that uh, your, your dad's won fifteen hundred, ridden fifteen hundred winners. What's your what's your target? Fifteen hundred and one, or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like number of winners. Like I missed, I missed a large large portion of my my career to date, more well, my fully fledged license to date, being in Hong Kong, and yep. obviously there we only race twice a week. It's very yeah. hard to ride winners. So, yeah, yeah. Like I compare myself to to jockeys my age. I, I haven't ridden as many winners as them because I've been in Hong Kong for that amount of time. But I guess for me, it's not number of winners. It's qu- quality sure. of the big races I, I want to win like now I've been home 12 months and I, I just I just want to win the big ones um, obviously I want to win everything but um, for me my goal is to, to win the biggest races that I can and you've got a big big race coming up the slipper and I believe if you win this what's the trainer going to give you well I'm not the trainer maybe the, hopefully the, <laughs> the owner I mean, I mean the owner sorry um, yeah. um, well there's no, there's no promises, but I'll, I'll be asking for a Ferrari because apparently there was a, there was a, there was a, a deal with um, a Ferrari because it's a, it's a first season stallion and, and um, fantastic and all that. But I'm no chance of getting it. But oh, right, know. good, good luck. And and, and I want to ask you, Glenn, um, for you, like you, you've raced all around the world, um, South Africa, France, Hong Kong, Singapore. What what's it like compared to racing here in Australia? Like. Australians, we, we bet a lot. Um, we're pretty passionate about racing. Is that like that in other places you've raced? Yeah, look, most of the places I've ridden, especially in Asia, it's it's you know, it's a it's a gambling product. Obviously, that's what makes sure. everything tick. But uh, race, the racing in Australia is just it's just special. It's just it's encapsulated by the whole population. Everybody's you know so, knows someone or something about horse racing, and um, it's great to be part of a really really vibrant. Um, I mean, I'm sure you you understand being you know, yeah in the cricket world. Um, been in the racing world, we're two sort of worlds apart, but there's a bit of cross-pollination between sports people as well. But yeah, racing's fantastic in Australia. It's really, really good. But really, it should be like you, as I said, father-son, um, both in the same industry, but your your wife's father, was he a jockey as yeah, well? Yeah, father um, was a bro- jockey. Your brother's is grandfather, a jockey. Yeah, my wife's yeah, father so was a jockey. Uh, grandfather was a jockey. Yep. My 
two brother-in-laws are both jockeys. Yep. Uh, I've got two nephews that are both jockeys. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's... it's um, so, did you have a choice, Chad? Well, for me, like, obviously, mum's side of the family, pretty much all the males in the family tree were jockeys. Yeah. And dad was the only one in his family. But, yeah, I was just bred to be yeah. a jockey. But, yeah, it's funny, like obviously dad knows how tough it is and how difficult it is for a young person starting out and i think for that reason he kept me away for it as long as he could right um smart but i like ever since i could remember i was obviously following dad around the world yeah. and i always thought i wanted to be a jockey and i think maybe he he felt like i felt that way just because that's all i know but yeah i think when i got to about 15 or 16 he finally realized that he's serious yeah, and, gotcha. and um I think that was the turning point when he, he actually... Because I didn't grow up riding ponies or anything. Okay. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a funny story yeah. about how this all happened. So I've seen lots of kids, sons of jockeys, like being forced into pony club and all that sort of stuff. And they, they seem to get hurt or they fall off and they lose the passion. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to do that with Chad. I thought, if he really wants to ride, I'll, I'll let him find yeah. his own way. And then we emigrated to South Africa. I mean, from South Africa to here. And... Uh, He'd been at school a couple of years, and he was about 14, about sort of apprentice, where they're going to start their, their, their apprenticeship, about that sort of age. And I got an email from the South African Jockey Academy, accept, well, welcoming, you know, Chad, yep. welcome, Chad, we, we will take you in from January. And I said to Chad, what's going on here? What are you doing? I said, we've just come halfway across the world to, to you know, change our lives, and you you want to go? He said, no, well, you, you won't take me riding. He said, I've, I've got to go and do it myself. So that's when I thought, okay, he's really serious about this, go. and then we obviously put everything into it, and he and he's ended up where he is. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a true story because right. I was always obviously begging to 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 ride, and you know, but Dad would never like you know take me riding. He'd always sort of put it off, and I, I remember one night they went to bed, and yeah, I might have might have been thirteen or fourteen, and I went on the computer and enrolled myself into the. South so you know how a computer works. I enrolled myself <laughs> I into the stole his horse or South, African, <laughs> South African Jockey Academy and wow. know, the, on their website they, I remember they had all these measurements your 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 knee to your foot and elbow and yeah like I measured myself that night and I said yeah I'm, I'm small enough and I enrolled myself and that's when they that, rang that, dad well that's a good sign I remember because my dad didn't play cricket you ask my old man now you know having two strange cricketers in the family yeah Dad thinks he's played about 150 tests. <laughs> but that was really good on the mental side. But, um, yeah, I basically signed myself up to play because I just loved it. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it's got to come from within. We might just take a quick break now. We're at the Village Inn, um, the corner of Oxford Street and, and Glenmore Road in Paddington. Um, if you're after a, a, a good pub feed, this is the place to come. Stitzels, I've had a couple of times, very good. But I'm going to have the, the uh, steak sandwich here. It's unbelievable. So I'm going to have that. I'm going to have a glass of wine and an O'Brien beer to wash it down. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. I was going to ask you about, you got two sisters, and I think they run a dance academy, so dancing was an option potentially or not? <laughs> <laughs> if you saw me on a Saturday night, you'd say no. <laughs> well, I know you're going back to lunch with one of your good mates um, after this, so you might be on a dance floor tonight, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I want to, I want to ask you, Glenn, because um, I'm 
I'm, I've owned a couple of horses in my time. I'm, I'm not a big um, racing guy myself, so excuse my ignorance, but what, what I, you I obviously owned a few slow ones, that's why you're yeah, not a big racing guy. Well, this thing was, it cost me about 300 bucks a week in shoes. I said, what's a wearing Julius Marlowe's this thing, right? <laughs> um, anyway, but I, um, one, of the, um, one of the things I want to ask about is like, do you get scared of like potentially falling off? And have you both had any serious injuries to date? Oh, you don't. You don't really think about that sort yeah. of thing. There is obviously that danger, but it's, not, it's nothing you really think. Of. If you start thinking about that, you you right, yeah, you, yeah. you can't you yeah. can't ride. I think answer the second question: Have we broken anything? I, yeah, I've broken most. A few records. Yeah, a few, maybe yeah, not as many records as I want, but a, a, quite a few bones. Yeah, Chad. Yeah. I remember when Chad first started riding as an apprentice here in Sydney, and I, I wouldn't ride when he was riding. I I just wouldn't take rides and I'd just sort of go there and watch. And he, he was tiny when he first started. He was only about 33 kilos. He was tiny. Wow. And uh, he fell off one day. Uh, somebody came out underneath him and, and put him on the deck at Hawkesbury. And I ran up the straight at Hawkesbury and he'd smashed his elbow and his oh. wrist and he had like six screws in, in both places. And I remember like shortly thereafter, a few people saying to me, oh, that's the best thing that can ever happen to him. You know, breaking his bones, will, that'll toughen him up. I said, well, fuck, yeah. he doesn't need, <laughs> no, he doesn't he doesn't need to break his bones no. to toughen him up. No. He, you know, the industry's... But, but was that concerned for you? Like, oh, big, you, yeah, big time. become a jockey? Because you don't worry about yourself naturally, no, right? you don't worry about but, yourself. But your but kids are a different story. It's, yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah back, back to when I said how dad wouldn't help me when yeah. I was in a, a young young guy. I've got a son now of my own, and there's no way in hell he's been a jockey. Like, I can understand now um, why yeah. dad did what he did to try and put me off for so Amazing, long. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be doing the same to my son. Yeah. Now, um, you both two, you read, you rode in the same Melbourne Cup? Yeah, twice. Did, yeah. Twice. Yeah. So, so tell me what that's like. So you obviously, you, were you riding for the same stable? Or? No, it was different stables and it was actually, there was a lot of build up from, you know, the week week out leading into the race because we, we made a bit of history. I, I can't remember. I think it was the first father and son and maybe five decades or. Yeah, wow. Like it was, a, it was a big thing and yeah, like the news obviously or the. The news companies covered it, and yeah, it was pretty would cool. It would, we have been a, would have been a lot bigger for you had you beat me home. Or oh, there's a protest. Oh. <laughs> Look at that. I don't remember what horse I rode. <laughs> um, so I'll ask you first, Glenn, um, what's your a highlight. I mentioned natural blitz at the start. Yeah. Is, is that the highlight for you? Oh, look, he was, he, look, to try and find, like, I've obviously now I've retired. Um, mm ridden a lot of good horses and, and big races around the world. So it's hard really to find the, you know, it, it might be one of the biggest races I've ridden or uh, um, in Hong Kong as well, but uh, there's so many. I mean, some yeah. horses, you can win a small race on a horse, but it, it's got a personal attachment to you as well. Um, so, so he's explained that, the personal attachment, because I hear jockeys say that all the time, that they have some sort of affinity with the horse and... I was actually talking to Craig Williams. You know, he just had a race fall on the weekend, and he was—I had—I phoned him up to see if he's okay, and we had a long chat. And and, and um, I was just saying to him, I said, you know what? You sit back and you reflect on your career and all that, and and it gets to a stage most of the time where a horse sort of becomes a tool of your trade. You forget mm-hmm. that they're actually, you know, like living and breathing, living, breathing things, yeah. and you've you you've got to like pinch yourself and make sure that you reconnect and make sure that you understand that they're, you know, they're not just tools of you, not like a, yeah. like, you know, a tradesman's tools, but uh, they're more than that. And they're, you know, they're special. So some of them really catch you, capture your heart and you have a really close bond with them and affinity with them. And some you just get on and, and get off and you don't yeah. see them again. So, so uh, there's, there's been many that have been just on and off and, and you never, like ex-girlfriends. Never, 
<laughs> sort of thing, yeah. <laughs> and and Chad, have you had that similar similar experience with um, having a real close bond or affinity with a with a certain horse? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like as jockeys, we we ride track work three, four, five days a week. Yep. Um, and often, like ninety nine percent of the time, you're riding horses you've never ridden before. So, you know, the the staff will tell you, oh, they this and that. But some horses you just get on well with, and they they want better behave for you than perhaps their track work riders and some horses you just don't get along with and they they wrestle you and they fight you and um yeah whatever but definitely yeah you do you do sort of click in yeah. and with certain horses and you know every jockey's got their own riding style and technique and that suits some horses it may not suit the other half but um you know i'll never forget dad had a horse called boban boban was virtually uncontrollable Right. Um, but Dad was just one jockey for whatever reason, clicked with that horse, and I think they went on to win three or four Group Ones together. Just so together, yeah, 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 horse, like yeah. Some of the parts certain jockeys great, yeah. click with certain horses for sure. Well, hold it there. We're just going to take a quick break. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great-tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. If you're enjoying this episode, maybe check out a previous one where I spoke to a rugby legend. He calls himself that anyway, Peter Fitzsimons, and tennis great Wally Masur. We spoke of all things sport, life in general. The Golden Slippers coming up. Hopefully that same affinity and, and bond will continue. Well, I think so. I mean, I've ridden this. This She's only two at, at the moment, but I, I have ridden her virtually from the time she started to learn to gallop and... I, I honestly th- can say I, I had that connection with this this one horse learning to fly. Um, I bl- I really thought back then she was capable of of very good things, and so far she's unbeaten. She's done everything we've asked of her, and I think she's currently favorite or second favorite for the Golden Slipper. And um, you know I believe she can win it. Um, very excited for Saturday. I think she's a life chance in the Golden Slipper. What do you reckon? I think she's, I'm not sure, but I think she's either four or five to one. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely one of the favorites. And she's the only horse that'll run in the race on Saturday unbeaten. So wow. yeah, no, it's exciting. Good work, mate. I want to ask you about the question. Can, can you guys look at a horse and go, yeah, that horse has got serious potential? Like by just no. looking at its features? No. You feel you feel more than you look. Do you? Okay. You're like, oh, there's, there's smarter people than me yep. uh, that go to the sales, they look at yeah. them and they, you know, they profess to, to be able to tell which ones can run and can't but the, the you, reality you, is you, you, you know, can't tell it's a it's an educated guess but when you get on them and feel them you yeah oh, they just give you they just give you this feel 
yeah, from underneath it. You both spent a lot of time in South Africa. How's it, my bro? But um, <laughs> how's it, my bro? Did, yeah, <laughs> but um, did you play other sports growing up? Both of yeah, you? yeah. I am. Um, I'm a lover of all sports. Yeah. Really, I obviously played all, all of them when I when I was young. I tried my hand in rugby. I had to give that up if, when everyone else grew and I didn't. And, but I, lo- I, I love them more. Soccer, cricket, yeah, yeah. you know, everything. Glenn, did you, you play yeah, my sport? I, I played a bit of soccer when I was right, uh, okay. at school. Yeah, I, I, I was a very keen uh, soccer player, but not anymore. Can't run. He tells me he played for his state, but I don't know. Growing up, when I had to kick a ball with him in the garden, he, he had two left feet. Any state, any state will do. Well, they're provinces in South Africa, aren't they? Yeah, provinces. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> So you might, you might be pulling your leg there. <laughs> now, um, you just retired. So congratulations have, yeah. on a fantastic career. 1,500 wins, which is unbelievable. Um, some great highlights. You've started a business with BTFU, yep. which means... Bet the fuck up, yeah. Which it means, but it's all about. But it's not just. No. It's not just about. As you were yep. about to say, it's not really just about betting. We're yep. trying to find. We're trying to create narrative of 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 getting all different sports people that come onto the show and and giving us. A, we're calling it a BTFU moment, which yep. is, which is you know that that part of your life where you've backed yourself or someone's backed you to to achieve your goals in life, and then you've got some drive and some direction in your life because a lot of people. And sports great for a lot of people. It, you know, it helps you find a direction in life, um, and um, we want to try and tap into those moments and and express those moments through through video and 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 you know the voice, and so that you know if there's anybody out there that stumbles across our website or, or our shows and all that, they can they can maybe draw some inspiration and find some direction in their life. If you know, because not everyone's got a clear path to where they want to go. No, but it, it's I think it's more than that. It's a Check it out, guys. It's a fantastic site. It's it's slick, but it's um, but it's more than just racing. It's about sport. Yeah. Really good content. Really good insight into sports. And I guess it's new, it, so you know we yeah. we we're trying to create as much as we mm. can, and you know um, it, it's it's a lot of fun. I must say, it is a lot of fun. Now, I ask every guest I have on the show the same question. I ask you first, Chad. Now you've got a son, a young son, Archie, is it? Archer. Yeah, Archer. Very nice name. Um, if a young boy or girl wants to go into racing, what advice would you give them? I think it's a great industry. I think um, I think we're all lucky to be involved in in such a great industry, and I think in Australia we're even more lucky to be you know in a country where it's thriving. It's just getting better every year. Um, it's getting bigger. It's very popular. Um, um, yeah, but I'd just say you know what, no matter what avenue they're interested in, it's it's just lovable. Like yeah. um, I think any any young person racing is a great industry to get involved in. Glenn, what advice would you give a young boy or girl who wants to go into the horse racing industry? Well, I'm glad he didn't steal a couple of my lines that yeah. I told him. <laughs> well done, Chad. I don't um, even remember what they were. <laughs> you know, in racing, you know, you're you're a you're a one out merchant. You know, it's you and your horse. Um, so you've got to build your own your, your own self. Yeah, gotcha. So you, you only get out what you put in. Um, and if you really love it, you're not going to work a day in your life. I mean, many people have said that about what they do. If you love it, but um, yeah, honestly, you've got to just Treat yourself with with uh, with honesty and res- others with honesty and respect, and, and you know you'll you'll carry yourself well in the industry because it's a it's an industry that's got a lot of like like bad connotations about it. But uh, if you can hold yourself in a good light, you'll do well. Well, I really appreciate you both coming on the show, and um, I want I want to say it's great to see a father and son. You're obviously very very close. Um, you shared a lot of similar experiences with. I don't think a lot of parents get to go through, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, and I love your insights now. From being the son to being a father, mm. it's interesting how you are going to pass on certain information. I know you always always appreciate your parents more when you have your own kids. I know I did definitely. Yeah. Um, but thanks for coming to the show. We're going to go downstairs now. We're at the uh, the village inn here. We have a few O'Brien beers. 
a little bit of lunch. So thanks, guys, for coming on the show. That's great. Cheers, thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane. That's it for Lunch With Lee this week. A big thank you goes out to our guests, Glenn Schofield and Chad Schofield. Fantastic to have a father-son combination on the show. Thanks to the Village Inn for hosting here at BTFU headquarters. Fantastic. Just on the corner of Oxford Street and Glenmore Road. Thanks to our sponsors, Elite Bet and O'Brien Beer. Make sure you hit follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, and do us a favour, hit five stars. And if you're there and you're passionate, please leave a review. And come check us out on Instagram at I'm at Lunch With Lee. Our official Lunch With Lee photography was done by Felicity Kelly. You can find her on Instagram at Felicity Kelly Portraits. And once again, thanks again to our fantastic producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back next time to talk more about sport, music and business on another cracking episode of Lunch With Lee. We'll see you then. Two,